It is just always a life highlight to be here with you. Uh, I've, I have just been so excited the last few days to see you again, to be part of one of our greatest churches in this global family. Uh, and I thank you, Grace. And thank you, Pastor Tellis, for all your support for our Every Nation World. 480 churches in 80 nations around the world. And, and, and Grace Covenant is a core of everything we do. So thank you, Pastor A.J., Pastor Brett, Bishop Brett, my lifelong dearest friend. And, of course, Pastor A.J., all the team, Tiff, everybody, thank you. And I, I, I want you to know that just through the worship tonight, we are in a real prophetic moment. Um, I, I, I wish I had the words to describe to you the awakening that is beginning to happen around the world. The testimony after testimony of the supernatural and we are in the beginnings of the reign of God falling. And testimony, people walking into church doors going, I had a vision of Jesus. And he told me to come here. Hallelujah. We are in the beginnings. Prophetically, it's been prophesied of an awakening. And we are walking into a season of the miraculous. Hallelujah. The miraculous. And we are tonight are going to step into that. The worship, the songs this evening, victory. He will not fail. He is able. I want you to know the most challenging place in your life. God is about to move. What seemed impossible is not impossible to him hallelujah glory to god i want to talk to you for just a few minutes tonight my sermon topic is great expectations hallelujah i am so expectant in this season of the miraculous i was thinking through how to describe what I'm seeing in my own life and family and places, I, I, I thought I'm seeing all these little miracles, things everywhere. And you, you know, how do you describe a little miracle, right? No miracle is little, correct? You know, it's always amazing. But so much is going on, and I am so expectant. I have an expectation inside of me of God's power and promise, hallelujah. And you might say, well, Pastor Phil, you know, I, I love what Pastor AJ said, the minister of mischief, <laughs> the uncle of fun, hallelujah. I'm so expected tonight. I'm so filled with hope. And, and one might say, well, what, things must be going well. No, 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 no. That's what I want to talk to you about here. Expectations. Expectations. It, and God is, is so involved with us in setting expectations through his word. Through his promise. 
You see, the word of God has transformed my thoughts and formed my expectations. Hallelujah. You see, my expectations are in the right place. My expectations are in his power, in his word, and his promise. Not in how I think things ought to be. Or how my life ought to look like. And I want to start, let's stand in, in my main scripture tonight. Let's stand and read this in Exodus chapter 3, verse 7. And I want to read this first part, and, and then we, we'll sit down and I'll continue. But let's read this together. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them, hallelujah, out of, the, I got to preach a little bit, I get too excited, out of the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, glory to God, a land flowing with milk and honey, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and be seated. Thank you for reading that with me. How exciting this is. And we know theologically in this moment, what's the backdrop? Moses sees this funny flame up on the mountain, right? He sees this bush that's burning but isn't burning. He sees this light. He goes up and he, encounter, he encounters the living God. And God sets forth to him his plan of redemption. This is a parallel to our salvation. God says, I'm come. He says, Moses, I've seen the pain. I've seen the suffering of my people and I'm coming. Hallelujah. I'm coming to rescue them. I'm coming to deliver them from the hands of the Egyptians and their tormentors. I'm coming to rescue them. This again is a, is a parallel to our own redemption. Set free from sin and the powers of darkness. Set free, hallelujah. I'm coming to rescue. We've been rescued tonight. God is the rescuer, hallelujah. Savior, I've come to save you from darkness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And listen, here's what I want you to really see here. God says it's twofold. I'm not only saving you, I'm not only taking you out. But I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to bring you in. He says, I, hey, hallelujah. I, I'm taking you out of bondage and I'm bringing you into the promised land. God, he's got a place for you. He's got a place. He's got a plan. He's got a destination. I don't care where you are in your life. Whatever post, whatever age, you know, I was on the plane today thinking what I'd give to be 30 years old again and run around with Pastor Tellis and AJ. I just think, God, is there any way you can make me 30 so I can ride again, baby, on the way? Now, nah, he didn't say anything to me when I said that. No response. No, listen, beloved, he's brought you out to take you in. 
to take you. Listen, no matter where you are, it's still there. It's still there for you. All that he has in, 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 I got to move on here. Got to quit preaching on that promise. Hallelujah. How wonderful does this sound? This is it, beloved. If, if we sum it up, there's a destiny. There's a destination. It's not too late. It's never gone. It's there for you. I'm more excited than I've ever been about what God is doing. Oh, man, the euphoria of this, the excitement of this sounds so good. Oh, there's just one catch. There's one small issue. There's one small fact that is included in this call and promise that can't be ignored. The euphoria of Israel and the promise the euphoria of milk and honey might cause us to miss this simple truth. The second part of that verse says this. I'm taking you to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites. What? What kind of deal is this? The Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Are you kidding me? The place you're taking me, the land is flowing with milk and honey. The destination is occupied by someone else. Hold on a minute. This is not what I'm signing up for. Occupied by someone else. What's interesting here is that the Lord God doesn't hide this from them. He makes it real clear. Hey, the promise is shrouded by a battle. There's a fight. There's, a, there's something that has to be done. He, what is he doing here? He's managing expectations. He's saying this is how life looks. There's an adversary. There's resistance. Oh, I, I don't like that part. <laughs> There's, you know, and, and this, is, this is God saying, I'm bringing you out and I'm bringing you in. But we've got work to do. I want you to see this clearly. I'm setting the right expectation that on your journey to the land flowing with milk and honey, on your journey to the promise, hallelujah, and God promises it. We're going to get there. It's going to happen. He is able, but on your way to the promise, there is going to be resistance. There's going to be a resistance. Hallelujah. He's setting expectations here. The, the, the blessing and the battle go hand in hand. Walk together. Walk together. Jesus, Jesus reiterates this life principle. Reiterates this life principle. 
He says, these things I have spoken to you so that in, this is John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you will have peace. But in the world you will have tribulation. But here's the promise again. But take courage. I've overcome the world. Take courage. I am with you. This is what he said in, to Joshua in chapter 1. He goes, everywhere you step, I'm going to give it to you. To have the courage to step into the land, even though it's occupied. Because I'm not going to let you down. Praise God. I am not going to let you down. You know, I, I, this, this, this idea, and I'm talking about right expectation. You know, I, as a, I, a lot of what I do is is mental health counseling with leaders and people and and trying to get everyone to understand that just because there's a struggle going on around you doesn't mean something's wrong. That something's wrong. Let me tell you something. It takes work to build a marriage. A lot of work. Because yours requires work. That's normal. Normal. When I can get people and leaders to understand the right expectation of what our life looks like is right here in Exodus. That we are walking into the land, but the enemy must be moved out. The enemy stands between the promise and me. But God guarantees it. Oh, that's why I'm expectant tonight. I'm expectant tonight. All around are the challenges. All around, uh, you know, if, if, if someone says, you seem like a happy guy, the, the normal reaction be things must be going well. No. I can't begin to list the challenges. But let me help you understand this. The Holy Spirit, though, has set my expectations. So many people, one of the, the pillars of emotional health Biblical emotional health. This Bible is the handbook on health. One of the foundational pillars of emotional health is having a right expectation of what life looks like. So often the root of disappointment, the root of discouragement and depression is things haven't happened like we thought they would. That something's wrong if there's a struggle. This hasn't happened. This, we all have these. And man, I'm the worst of all. Unspoken expectations of how we think God ought to do things. And what our life should look like. Let that go. 
Let that go. Your idea of what your life should look like. Let me tell you something. There's not necessarily anything wrong with having a dream. I, I love it. There's not anything wrong with wanting to do something and this and that and have a dream. But you best understand that God will direct your life. He'll shut every door until he opens the right one. He'll move bad relationships on and bring the right ones. Don't ever, ever let go of this understanding that he will have his way with you. And here's the good news. Praise God. His promise is the very best for you and I. Praise God. I'm filled with expectation tonight. The right expectation is like we sang. His power is coming through. His power is coming through. Hallelujah. I was talking with, a, with another pastor today, and we were talking about just this really, really, really challenging, all impossible situation. And we began to just speak the word of God and say, yes, God can do anything. God can do anything. Hallelujah. I want us to look quickly here. Jesus demonstrates this principle of the overcoming life here in Mark chapter 4. Really quick here in 37 verse 41. You know the story. The disciples are with him, Jesus, on a boat, and he's asleep in the back, and this storm blows up. I so appreciate Pastor J.C. talking about the storm. Jesus said, not if the storm, when the storm. But this is his promise. Oh, man. In the world, there's a challenge. Why is the world like this? The world is not redeemed, beloved. It's still broken. Listen, I, I love this place. It's beautiful. I see the attributes of God. We feel his praise, his kingdom, resurrection, presence. But it's still a broken world. That broken world will can and sometimes hurts us. And Jesus is saying here, I have overcome it. But here's a great illustration of this. Here in Mark chapter 4, they're asleep in the boat and the storm blows up, right? And most theologians will tell you this particular storm is a demonic resistance. Stopping them from trying to get where they're wanting to go. See this picture, beloved. The resistance. And they're shocked by it. And they're terrified. When this storm. And, and it was so bad that they thought they were going to die. We call that catastrophic thinking. I'm an expert at catastrophic thinking. Every time something happens, it's the end of the world in my mind. Oh my God, it's over. We're all finished. That's Pastor Phil. I need the word to write me. This is the normal human reaction. And they turn to Jesus sleeping and they go, God, you don't care. 
You don't care things are going so bad. Man, he gets all the blame. You don't care. This is, this is, this, this is the normal human response to crisis and challenge. Really? Nah. And Jesus demonstrates. He stands up. Goes to the front of the boat. Speaks to the storm. Hallelujah. And it calms. Man, that's, I just, they need to make good movies about these moments. Hallelujah. And he looks at the guys and he says, why? Where's your faith? This again is, is the, the scriptures describing all the way from Exodus. There's this battle. There's this resistance. God's called us out to bring us in. He says, I'm going to bring you in. I don't care what storm comes up. I don't care what challenge is there. Just hang on. Just say my word. Just say my word. Peter said it this way. Why are you surprised at the fiery ordeal? I love what James says. When the storm comes, when the challenge, when the impossible comes, count it all joy. Why does he say that? Because God's power is greater. He's going to bring us in. Amen. Finally, Paul describes the right expectation, the great expectation, the life of the believer here in Romans 8, verse 37. In all these things, think about this, guys. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Oh, man. I am a conqueror. You are a conqueror. You know, the B Bill Knight, the guy that started Nike, used the Greek word Nikeo, which means victory. And this is the Greek word here that Paul is 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 using and this this word this word nikeo this this word here in the greek is hyper nikeo hyper victory the the it's translated in the living trans overwhelming victory Another description of, here's the purest description of that word. Super conqueror. Hallelujah. Super conqueror. Because of him who lives in us. Oh, here's, here's the right expectation. Here's the right expectation. Challenges will come. God has called us out to bring us in. And standing in that inn are forces 
that want to resist us. But his power is greater and we are conquerors. Hallelujah. We are super conquerors. Praise God. I want to pray for you because I believe the miraculous is here. In your greatest challenge tonight, where's, let my brother plays the keyboard. Come on up. We're just going to pray for a minute. And I want you to see, I want you to grow expectant. I'm filled with hope because this word, this word has changed my thinking regarding my expectations of how things should be. Changed it. Changed my perspective. To one of, of a, a warrior. To one that says God is with thee. Listen, it's not our strength. I love this song tonight. It's not by our strength. That's his promise. Promise maker. He promises. If we believe, he's taking us in. He's going to take your marriage in. He's going to take your life exactly to where it needs to be. He's going to open the right door in his time. It's a promise. Don't be surprised by the resistance. And tonight, the spirit of miracles, the gift of miracles is in our midst. And I want you to take a moment. Where do you need the breakthrough of God. I want your biggest need, your biggest burden. And the first thing I need you to do is let go of the disappointment that it exists. Let go of it. It's okay. Normal normal scriptural base but what's also normal is this the power of God to change it to change it that's why I'm excited tonight not disappointed discouraged by the challenges overwhelmed by his power to change I need your biggest burden, greatest challenge, greatest need. I want to know the most disappointing place in your heart. And I want you to surrender that to God. I want you to let go of the disappointment so that you can reach for faith. And Holy Spirit, come now and move. Help us understand how the kingdom works. And Lord, I'm coming and I'm asking Holy Spirit as you come. We release our disappointment. We let go of our own expect 
expectations of how things should look or even better of how things should have been or where my life should be right now and it's not let it go surrender and now grab the right expectation oh that he's coming to change oh yeah you married the right person you're in the right place because he promises it and holy spirit right now i'm asking your power to come and take this disappointment heal it change it and now move this mountain move this impossible place as your word says when you stood up and looked at the storm we tonight look at the storm and believe and believe and holy spirit i'm asking in these next days and weeks that this area will begin to shift and your power will manifest your power will change what seems impossible what seems impossible what we thought could never happen or would never change oh yeah baby the right expectation the great expectation is that he's bringing you in beloved he hasn't forgotten you're not alone surrender and reach for the great expectation he's bringing you in he's changing this situation now in jesus name receive it now in jesus name receive it now in jesus name praise